Welcome to the Culture Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Walker, along with my co-host and brother, Ernest Childs. We're here to talk about the same old stuff we chop it up about every other day. To be real, we talk about anything, but the aim of this podcast is to have an open discussion about everything. It'll be spiritually based, but in real talk, so you won't have to worry about us sugarcoating the topics. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy recording it. And if you don't, well, it's probably somebody somewhere who think you're all right. Enjoy the show. This is what it sound like when we roll and our eyes still open. All these people, all these drugs that could fit the ocean. They say they can't, they say they can't. Tell me what they smoking. Making waves, making waves, making real commotion. This is what it sound like when we roll and our eyes still open. All these people, all these drugs that could fit the ocean. That ain't a bad problem. Oh, no. yeah. Off the phone, always just a good time, laughing a little bit. These are all the healthy signs of a good relationship. Man. Y'all just ain't hanging up on each other. Yeah, man. Even before the even before the real big emotions and feelings kicked in, we were always like this. So it's like what we're doing now is is just a continuation of what happened in the beginning. So it's, uh, building on what y'all already got. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh! I think I'm a. I think I'm a borrow a topic that Denali and I uh, and I were talking about uh, today. She brought it up. So for that for that second topic, if you need it, I got one. We're we're cool. So let's get it started. So back at it again, Culture Bros. Yeah, yeah. It's your host Jordan Walker with my co-host and brother Ernest Childs. What's going on? How gang, you doing? Gang. How you feeling? How you, how's the spirits, bro? Oh man, you know, uh, I'm feeling good, bro. You know, mm-hmm. meet a whole bone, meet a whole bone. And uh, that's Poppy Mentu, by the way. Just a shout out to my, my lady all the way in Curacao, Curacao, excuse me, let me say it right. But uh, nah, man, my spirits are good, bro. It's Friday, the sun is shining. Yes, I got sir. paid, I got paid this week, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, so, hey, come on now. Hey, so, so we, we good out here, man. What about you, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, blessed, highly favored. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, all that good stuff in a bag of rice, you know, feeling real good about myself. And <laughs> a bag of rice. Yeah, dog. Just, this week's been good for me. Uh, Took a step back, just kind of like, okay. yeah, just just kind of kept away from, like, calling too many people. Or like, because I started getting into the habit of relying on too many people to, like, kind of satisfy my attention. Because all of us, like, need a certain level of attention but at the end of the day like god is really the only person you need to confide in and then it comes down to like your close family your close friends and i started trying to get too much attention from too many other places but the right one so you know i I took a step back you know purposely didn't like you know pick up a couple calls just nothing against like anybody in particular it's just you know i had to get back you know my own back like i'm me and God are the two people that, you know, yeah. best for me. And, yeah. you know, every now and then you got to remind yourself of that, man. That's great. It's crazy you say that. My, my friend Rita, she had a moment. She was like, this week, she was like, man, I, I wasn't responding to people or answering phone calls. I just didn't feel like, you know, talking or whatever. And she's like, I felt bad. I was like, no, don't feel bad about that. It's like sometimes you need that moment to just step back, you know, and uh, refocus. Uh, or just have time to yourself, time with God, man. You know, so. I think that's good. Oh, let me ask you this question, though. How important is it? I know this is probably not even our top topic for today, but it just came up. How important is it to put the right people in the right places in your life? Man. Man, that, that's important for a lot of different reasons. But, like, I'd say, like, because the people that you set up in your life are, like, road stops. Like, it's kind of like a marathon. Like, you have people that set up the stands for the whole race, you know, life's a marathon, you know, every time you finish one, you know, that ain't the end of it. You're just going to prepare and get ready for the next one. Yeah. You know, to the day you go up to, you know, big man in the sky, like the people you set up in your life are always those guys cheering you on whenever you just need that extra little boost. Cause always trying to do it on your own is it, it could be draining. Like sometimes you need a little bit of help, but, having the right people, you know, if I call you, for instance, like, I know you're going to pick up, or I know you're going to hit me back later if you're busy, like, hey, yo, let me 
Yeah. Same thing with your, fa- you know, you and your family members. Same thing. Like, yep. what about you though? How you feel about it? Oh man, it's crucial, man. Putting the right people in the right places in your life because you can have the right people around you, but if you don't have in the right position, you can really let yourself down. Yeah. You know, you can, you can, you you put in, you put them in a position that they're not, they were, they were not graced to do. You know, uh, I, I heard it put this way. Sometimes you have, you have friends and sometimes you have, uh, mentors, mm-hmm. and, you know, and sometimes you have, a, I'm going to use a word, but it's not degrading assignments like yeah. where you are, you're assigned to this person to help them develop and grow. You're like, you're the one really pouring into them instead of, you know, you, you might, you really getting poured in by them. So, you know, it's just these different type of relationships that we, that we run into and knowing uh, where they go in our life yeah. is very, very crucial. Because um, I can't have my 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 girlfriend, you know, but then treat her like an associate. Yeah. You know, it's like... That's a bad move. That's a bad move. But, but a lot of people are living like that, though. They yeah. got, they're, in, they're in romantic relationships, but they, they treat each other like associates. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, and that's another way that you can put the wrong people in the wrong place by having the right pe- right person supposed to be in this location, but you treat them and put them in this box, which is not good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's like a relay race, like you saying, you know, the anchor has his point. Yeah. You have everybody set up based on what position they run the best. You know, fastest person ain't always got to be in the front. Yeah. Everybody in your life set up. Hey man, we gonna finish the race at the end of the day. Gotta have the right team though. That's true. That's true. I I gained some of my some of my my best friends when I came over overseas, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's like didn't even know, uh, you know, didn't even know I would even encounter these kind of people here. I'd have met like lifelong friends, so yeah. you know, it's like dang, I can put them in the right place because like I really kept my circle very small. Like yeah. when it came to like um, closeness, man, it was always you. Uh, Mike, uh, of course, Marcus Rodney. Yeah. Like, as far as guys, guys are concerned. Yeah, yeah. You know, as far as like my closest, uh, knit, you know. And, um, so I carried you guys, man, this whole way, you mm-hmm. know. And now I just now got some more dudes I ran into who I can be like, okay, they can be had that kind of closeness. But one thing they don't have, which is no fault against them at all, it's not even a fault at all. Yeah. It's just like, you know, that familiarity, you know, uh, me, you, Mike. Rock, we all kind of came from that that same area, even though we got yeah. more difference too, but we still got that came from that same area. Yeah. So they got that relatability there, but you know, doesn't take nothing away from the guys that I met here, and it's only two guys that I would say I met here that's gonna like go the long way with me right. in that country. So yeah. Right, right. We all got different positions in the race, man. We all ain't start from the same position, you know. But at the end of the day, we all still part of the same team. Like, you know, yo, what? your wife that you're going to meet later on in your life, she ain't yeah. going to have the same connections as like your parents do or that your siblings do, you know, friends from like back in the day cut. Like we all yeah. play different positions and there's no, like when you get married and start having kids, the level of importance, like there's going to be tears to in levels, but yeah, you know, it ain't a competition. It's just, we all have different places. We all have different positions. Yeah, I you know you said it's not a competition. I think that that came to mind. It's like, how many people are in relationships with people that they're in competition with? Yeah, but they friends like, oh, you can't call this person. Oh, you can't. And I get it. I get it. Point because a lot of women don't want their man to be hitting up like any exes. Like that's just a that's just how it is. And I can understand that. But when it starts getting down, like you know, I'm number one over your mama. I'm number one over this, <laughs> sir. Oh, like when they start saying that crazy stuff, it's just like, look, like there ain't no number ones. Like it's just, you know, like it's hard to even like really hash all that out. Even though we have our own mind set up, like that's like asking, like, but okay, I, there's a house fire, you got to yeah. leave one, carry one, and run with one. Who you get? Like, here's these three. Like you, like that's just an unfair situation to yeah. put in. But the thing is, I think what people don't put in the when they talk talking about like, oh, you gotta put me over your mom or something like that. One thing is a, a vital thing you gotta have, which you should look for when choosing somebody you wanna link up with and go get married to. Have somebody who loves your family too and honors your family. So if you're, because like me, 
honoring Denali's parents, I'm not going to put her in a position that where she feel like she got to choose, especially if, she, if, if her parents are in a position where they need help. I'm not going to be like, nah, you can't help them. I'm like, dang, look, let's help them together. Let's see what can we do to, to better assist them. Now, if they're doing something that's trying to come between our relationship, then yeah, that's when you stand together and you're not in a united front. But some people, are, some people are throwing up dividing walls for very petty reasons. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why are you, like, you're, the person is not trying to hurt you or Ain't hurt fair. relationship. You know, just because this person's giving attention to a loved one or something like that does not mean you should feel some type of way. That probably had shown some insecurities or something like that, too. But even if, even if it does happen, let's say that somebody's paying too much attention to their mama or something like that. Yeah. You know, you can, there's a, there's a better way to go about it because you're probably not with the mom. No. Or the, it's probably more so with the person you with, the guy or something like that. It's like, all right, look, like, you can let go. And sometimes people have been baby their whole life too. Yeah. They got a they got a real strong attachment to their to their parents and stuff, which is not bad, but if it lingers too long, it, it does stunt growth, which can be a challenge. Yeah. Which yeah. that's something you should see in the dating phase or something like that. Yeah, too. like, yo, yo, you can't be calling your mom every time we go out and you don't even live with her. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought of my mom probably like what, two? Two times a week on a two three times a week on a good week. Yeah, least, good week. So a one, good week once, about two times. Yeah, that's fast. At least once, at least once a week though. I talk to my mama. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. That's just uh, that's just say hey, hey mom, I love you. Yeah, stuff like <laughs> that, you know? yeah, quick little catch up. Yeah, quick little catch up, man. So. But so what, man, what we got on the schedule today, man? Because that really was a sidebar tangent. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so today. Today on the, you know, on the list things that we could talk about, um, I brought up a question. Let me pull it up. Um, the question was, do you think people have the habit of praying for avoidance before praying for strength? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And that, yeah, qu- yeah. that question just, I'm sorry, like, no, just, no, no. just to give it. I was gonna hype you up, man. I was like, "Yo, you killed this question on the brief part you talked about already." So I'm, I'm really excited to just hear you fully go in on it. You know? Yeah. Before I go in, though, like, like I want, I want you to go first, and I'll throw my, throw my part in after. But just to like preface it all, it's like, like the reason I thought of this was, like, just growing up in the church, like I always, like you hear people say, you know, Lord give me strength, Lord give me strength, and that is good, but it's always in the weakest times. Like people don't really pray for strength. They're like even speak that into their life in the good times. Rather, you know, when things kind of get a little warm, when you're putting into you know uncomfortable position, you mm-hmm. would, you know, you'll hear people say, you know, we just pray we never have to deal with a situation like that. We just pray that you know, the Lord steers those type of demons away. And I understand where that comes from. I truly do. But, and it it does have a place, but sometimes it just feels like I hear that way more than I hear people pray for strength. And I'll just let you take the ball. It's not like, you almost sound like you said, people try to say, oh God, get me out of this or pray for something, but don't move. Yeah. So, you know, when you said that, I was like, wait, that's kind of remind me of James. It's like the book of James where he says, faith without works or actions is dead. It's like, yeah, you're believing God for this, but what are you doing to to show that you're believing God for it? You know? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm believing God to give me a job and I but I'm not out here putting out applications and resumes, yeah, then you really don't have faith. You know, not an act of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, why why don't you why don't you go out there and put out a job application? Because you're probably telling yourself, I'm not gonna get this job. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. So I'm just gonna sit here until God does a miracle. It's like <laughs> that doesn't require no faith. You just you just took the feet. Yeah. Go out there. Go out there and and put legs on what you believe in God for. You know, and I, I think that's so critical. And you talked about also, you know, we pray for you know, talking about uh, pray for strength. 
but they really they really saying they're trying to avoid a conflict, avoid something. Yeah. Which all of us which all of us do, but I think once you take that initial step of faith and go through it, you realize that dang, that that situation was probably the best thing for me. Yeah. Cause one thing God wants to do all the time, He said we always talk about being made in the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we talk about showing his reflection. And they always, you know, Peter, Peter, he referenced gold. He says, like, he's like, you know, your faith, you know, which is more precious than gold. And gold, it is, it is refined and purified by fire. Like your faith is more valuable than that. So it's like when you're dealing with gold, gold and stuff like that, and you put gold on an immense pressure and heat, not really pressure, but just heat. Yeah. Like every, all the impurities of gold come to the top. And then as soon as that the impurities of the gold come to the top, the the metal worker, I forget what they call people who work with, with gold and stuff, the metal workers though, mm-hmm. they're able to, to scrape the impurities off the gold to make it pure. And they know it's pure when the gold reflect they see the reflection in the gold. You know? Yeah. So it's like there are things God is gonna allow you to go through because there's something in your heart he wants to address. Yeah, but everything in your heart is not going to be addressed unless it's put under pressure, you know. And I think when we do pray for strength, and next thing you know we're in a tough spot, mm-hmm. you don't realize that's what we ask for. Yeah, that's how God's going to do it. You know, we ask Father, give me strength, or Father, give me more faith. He's going to put you in a position where your faith is tested. You yeah. know, it's not like. Oh wow, I feel more faithful today. Like, no. <laughs> you, you went through, you went through, like, like, oh, let's, let's think about this, Jay. Let's think about this, Jay. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like for real, that's what people think. Oh my gosh, I just felt this faith come over me. It's like, no, you're going to go through something where you had to put faith in God and you, and you prevailed. And you're like, yeah. dang, God was really the whole time. Or think about relationships, Jay. Mm-hmm. The reason, the reason why relationships stick through hard times, after hard times, because the genuineness of the relationship was tested. Yeah. Where you could have fell away, where you could have left me, where you could have did this, you didn't. Right. Which showed, which revealed something in you that you're committed to me. You know? And so now you see the genuineness of of the relationship, you know, take place. Like with us, we've been friends since, what, dude, we've been friends going on 20 years? Yeah. Yeah, just about 20 almost, years. Almost, almost 20 years? Yeah, just like, about. And so it's like, but not just passive friends and stuff like that, but active, actively being engaged inside each other's lives. Yeah. In different stages of lives. So it's like the genuineness of our relationship, our friendship has went through the pressures of time, you know? Mm-hmm. And and we've had our, we probably, we never had our own personal falling outs or nothing like that, but we done went through some stuff together, crazy moments. Yeah. We could have died. Mo, mo, you know, I, <laughs> The moments when you came knock on my house, knocking on my door at eight o'clock in the morning because your mama kicked you out. <laughs> you, know, like, like, you know, stuff like. Oh, we used to piss my mom <laughs> off, man. Eight a.m. Like Why y'all ain't wash the dishes? I'm like it was my turn. Get out. Where? Where? <laughs> oh, can she throw us the keys to the expedition and say, "Good luck, homie." Out. And she would still come to check on us and just. But she was she was such such a hard mother. She was not gonna let that slide. Like she did not let it slide. Shout out to all the single moms, man. Like, hey, shout out to the single moms. They the ones that got the strength. Like, continue, bro. Yeah, man. It's, you, you gotta like relation. Our faith is a is a is a life blood. Life's blood of our relationship with God. Yeah, and and faith. You know, we get better, we get stronger in faith by communicating with him, talking with him, and and moving through tough situations and realizing that he's there through it all. Uh, and and that comes through communication. So you you got it. If you're gonna pray for strength, just know something's coming that's gonna be able to that's gonna test you, that's gonna make you stronger. You know, it's not gonna feel good. It's gonna suck. But when you come out, you'll be stronger. You'll be better for it. You know, uh, I think that is a a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. I, you know, I, I welcome it now. You know, in a way. Yeah, I gotta, you know. I gotta flip to that though, real quick. Okay. So when praying for strength, does that necessarily mean like you're praying for strength to just, you know, push through hard times? But a flip to that is, 
whenever you pray for strength, how would you feel if it's the strength to let go of something that you've been holding on to for so long? Man, uh, I think I, I think when you pray for strength, you what's your well, okay? At least for me, when I pray for strength, I'm not just praying to have the strength to endure hard times, mm-hmm. but I want. I want the strength to not just go through hard times, but learn from the hard times. Yeah. You know, so it's like, what, what does it profit me if I go through a testing, but I don't learn anything? I don't pass the test. What's the point? Then I'm going to have to go through it again because I haven't learned the lesson yet. And it's about strength to let go. Like I said, actual strength is always about growing. So if you, some people are stunting their growth by holding on to things that are weighing them down. Yeah. So yeah, you got to have the strength to let some things go because everything that you're holding on to may not be good for you. It may not be good for you. So yeah, I I think just when you pay for strength, you want to come out stronger than you went into the thing that's going to build your strength. You know, it's like if I go, if I went through my if I went through my, my engagement situation, which was a tough time, mm-hmm. you know, very tough time. If I went through that and I did not learn anything, Dang. I didn't come I didn't come out stronger. Not at all. I didn't come out stronger at all. I just suffered for no reason. Yeah, you just wasted <laughs> a whole just, bunch just, of time. You just wasted a whole bunch of suffering and pain for no reason. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of times people get so discouraged because they going through trouble and pain. Yeah. But they're not going through it with wisdom, you know. That's a fact. Like, cause, cause, yes, hard times breeds wisdom and understanding. But if that was true, then the whole world would be wise, cause the hey. whole world suffers. So, what is the difference between somebody who comes out stronger through suffering or hard times than the person who doesn't? It's about how you approach it, yeah. your response, you know. Are you are you looking? Are you learning? Are you analyzing? Are you self-analyzing what's in you? What's going on? And and can you come out of that stronger? So really asking for that prayer, in a way, you may be thinking avoidance. Yeah. But but if you're actually if your prayers are getting through God, He's gonna give you what you need. He's not gonna let you avoid it. He's gonna He's gonna let you go through it. Yeah. And he's gonna teach you how to go through it the right way and come out stronger than when when you went in. So yeah. It's gonna be uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Get un- get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Sometimes I sit there. Sometimes I went in my most uncomfortable moments. If I'm really feeling uncomfortable, or if I'm feeling upset, or something like that, a real strong emotion, and I feel like I'm getting anxious, I just sit in it because I'm like, oh wow, I did not die. Yep. You know, he's like, he's like, oh, you just you just feel it coming. He's like, okay, oh wow, that it's not that bad. I'm not dying. Yeah, I'm upset and stuff like that. Or yeah, I was nervous, but I didn't die. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But did you die? <laughs> <laughs> Big question. Like you talking to me right now, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Man. That's good stuff though. That's good stuff. Stronger. Praying for strength, not avoidance. That's a that's a big fact, bro. Like and I've I've been thinking about that too during this whole week of meditation. It kind of ties into like what we talked about earlier about uh having the right people set up in your life is sometimes whenever you do pray for strength sometimes in order for that strength to be used to its max capacity you're gonna have to rely on the people around you who are might tell you subtle things or may try to like ease you away from certain situations because not all the time are we going to be able to make a clear and concise decision like yeah. Our emotions get into it. A lot of people, for instance, like they've been in a relationship for years and the relationship's been great for like two, three, four years. And then after the fourth year, things just plummet. And it's just like, you know, you start to scratch your way like back to what you was just at. Like you want to get back over it. Like and sometimes it just like little do you know it's just a point of no return. And that's such a hard line to draw because like you just spent all this time building your way up to this climax of a relationship. You know, this is supposed to be the peak of your life. And then all of a sudden a cliff happens and you're trying your best to get yourself out of it. But it's just one of those things that God puts you through. You know, it's 
like it's like a TV show's character development. Like we all go through it. Ain't nobody alone. Ain't nobody doing it by themselves. Like we all go through those highs and just this week, I had to separate myself from because I asked a few people. Like I asked a couple of my couple of my friends. I only asked to maybe like two, and I was just like, "Hey, is it normal for me to like just want to like take a week?" and not really want to talk to people. And they was like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. They were like, it's meditation. You need to clear your thoughts. Like, you're not always going to be good. Like, to be somebody who, uh, and I, I really asked God for when I first joined the Air Force, you know, before I joined, actually, was I wanted to grow up to be a great leader. And mm. I accepted that it, it took long, longer, like later on in my career, for me to understand, like, some of the ovens that God put me through because like you said diamonds don't form without pressure like I needed no, that yeah. pressure to form in the first place so mm-hmm. I accepted every single last grain of salt that got spread in the wounds people cut like you know a couple people tried to cut me deep a couple people tried to like kick the dirt into the wounds like it's all good yeah. like I know I got God in me so no matter how much you try to like throw in me I, you know it ain't got nothing from what God's already put in me but yeah. having that good, stable system of people around you, like, would tell somebody whose relationship just got cut off after, you know, three, four years. And it's just like, after so long, like, because they would want to fight for you, too, if it was a good person. But if that's not the person God meant for you to be with, yeah, it's just going to end. And it's going to be a hard, it's going to be a hard thing to rip apart from. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like possibly that effort and that time that you put into that person and that little thing that caused it all to fall apart may have been something great for the other person to grow off of or ultimately what you grew off of for you to grow off of. But at the end of the day, it's all a part of God's plan. And for me, like I, I always get an uncomfortable feeling when people say they pray for my uh protection like and i it, that sounds crazy because I, I i know it sounds crazy but i asked god when i first joined this whole life of mine like i want to be a great leader a great leader is a warrior i appreciate the prayers for my protection but pray for my strength pray for the armor i'm putting on my body because i'm going into battle at the end of the day like and i get it not everybody's meant for that like we all, like you said, like we said earlier, we all have different positions, not just in our personal relationships, but in life. And my position in life is just a fighting position. Like, I always want to get something done. Like, I don't like waiting around for things that I feel as if I could get, you know, done by myself. But I have that group of people around me that I trust that'll tell me, you know, hey, reel it back. Like, it's okay to be patient. It's okay to chill out. And like, it, it's, it's a hard thing to pray for, but it all, it I, I, all yeah. depends on your, your group around you. Like we said, that's true. And I think you said, you know, don't pray for my protection. I think, I think it depends what type of protection are we talking about? Yeah. Mo- you know, more of the fear-based protection. Fear, yeah, I, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I look at I look at it more like you know, like a parent. You know, you know how sometimes you have them tiger moms or are they, are they called tiger moms? Yeah, like the oh, alpha moms. Like the alpha mom that who really really want to protect their kids, which is good, but they don't allow their children to grow and experience things. You know, almost like I remember my dad. You know, <laughs> I remember that time I was uh I was trying to do some some trick off the little sewer pipe <laughs> and you busted your back across that and, and you said mr e, mr ej Ernest over here on the ground crying and he goes to the door he don't even go up the hill boy get up <laughs> boy it ain't no 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 it ain't even like it ain't even like it was like a light fall bro like he tried to pop a wheelie off one of those like uh one of those uh what was it? like potholes in the streets that kind of like go up it goes down into like the water drain and we we would pop wheelies off that cuz that's what kids did back then but he popped that wheel a little too far back 
and boy, skid, his bike rode him down the street. Yo, his back drugged down. I was like, like he he had that painful cry, that I can't catch my breath cry, like you know that Oprah, that Oprah cry. Oh, just that. That man, he, that man even come to heels. He, 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 he said it as if I did something wrong. Get up. Get up. Get up. I'm like, dang. Get up. Okay, I'm, getting up. I'm getting up. But, I, you know, I think I, I think that's certain. If I ever seen him. <laughs> and my dumb self still going to go out there and try to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. but, uh, but no, I, I, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that, I think the protection is like, protect me from. Period. I, I don't I don't self destruct. Yeah. You know. Uh, pray that I may be strong through the test, not that I avoid the test. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, I I, I get what you mean with that. You know. Pray for my inner strength that that God may do the things in, in internally that gives me the strength to to take on the things that come at me externally. You know. So. Build that warrior mindset. Yeah. That's all I ask for. I Appreciate all the prayers of protection, but you know, God got me at the end of the day, so just pray for the armor I'm putting on because I'm about to go into it. Y'all, you need to read if you have not read it fully, bro. I'm in, I'm in reading it myself. I'm reading through first Samuel and second Samuel, man. Reading about David. Mm -hmm. Yo, that dude, David, I see why God looked at David the way he did, man. David was, um, he was a passionate man. A warrior, a loving man, yeah. man of integrity, a man of great strength. You know, he went through a lot. Went through. A lot. He was tested. Yeah. Man. And uh, and so there's a like you talking about being a warrior and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, you gotta check out David. You know that dude. That dude was. That dude, that dude was. Dude was serious, man. Dude was serious. So. Yeah, man. I, it's crazy thing is, I I didn't I didn't I didn't really start reading. It was like my, this is my first time actually reading through First, Second Samuel in in this much detail. I've, I've skimmed through some of the popular stories and read them, mm -hmm. but to see the uh, the entirety of his story is is really is really something. Seeing his his victories, his and then how he responded to his uh, failures. Yeah. You know, his response to it. You know, that's a telling sign. That's just as important as your actions. Yeah, legit. Like David is is the greatest king to ever rule over Israel, but at the same time, he was a murderer, he was an adulterer, he 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 lied and stuff like that. But because he was so faithful to God, because his heart was right, you know, we don't even we we look at his failures even in a different light. It's like, dang, we look at how he responded and, and overcame it, you know. I think a lot of times we, you know, we fail, and we let that failure to define us. Yeah. And sit there, and it's like, dude, the difference between great men and great women is that when they fail, they got back up. Yeah. You know, it's not like they didn't get knocked down. No, they, they everybody gets knocked down, but how you get back up is the key. You know. So. And they don't forget. Don't forget, man. Pain is a wonderful a reminder. It is. Now my dad told me he, when he had to whoop me. He said, you know, pain is a great reminder. Yeah. It sure, it sure was. Look. <laughs> Just got to listen to it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that belt boy talked. <laughs> boy, the belt, the branch, son. <laughs> Extension cord. The shoes. <laughs> whatever they could find. Like, shit, mom cooking with the wooden spoon. All right. Like, they don't take that much, man. Southern black homes back in the day. She'll get arrested right. nowadays, but hey, back in the I'm day, it was no you. joke. Man, yeah, you sure what? Yeah, Dang. yeah, man, that's good. You said you had a, uh, you had a topic to bring up, uh, from what you and Denali was talking about. Yeah, yeah, she she asked me, uh, she posted something on her on her social media on her Instagram, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, if we, I don't know if we're gonna get. We're gonna to get to a point where we can bring it to a head, but I think this is more just a something to get you to think, get people to think out here. Uh, how can I phrase it? She, she talked about, you know, trusting mm -hmm. and trusting people, and or not trusting people. Like people don't, 
Okay, let me ask you how she just how she phrased it. Jordan, do you trust people who've let you down? Yes. That's a good answer. Cause then if people said no, she would probably ask you, do you tr- do you still trust yourself? You know, you let yourself down. That's that's a fact. That like think about it. Yeah. You know, it's like I was like, okay, okay. So, so what is? And then we talk about talking about trust and stuff like that. And I was like, well, to really get in the deep weeds of it, it's like, okay, trust in what sense? Are you like you're talking about like trusting uh, in a beha- certain behavior, trusting in ability or a skill? You know, what what is the context of trusting? Yeah. In ability. Yeah. But I told her something though. I asked, you know, I thought about. Uh, why I trust her so much, mm-hmm. you know? And the reason I trust her so much is because I know that she, I trust that she loves me. Yeah. You know, and it's like, because I trust that she loves me, I trust that she's going to do right by me. Even if she does mess up, because I have so much confidence in her loving me, I know that she won't make the same mistake over and over again to hurt me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it puts things in context when you have a love when you you really love somebody and you can trust somebody. And but how do you build trust though, Jay? Man, it has to be there's acceptance. I would say that's the first word that comes to mind. Like okay. you gotta know people are just gonna fall through. And I my sister was talking about this on her podcast, a couple of thoughts. And Okay. Because they were talking about expectations, I think, Ooh, on one of the yeah, episodes. Yeah. And uh-huh. they were saying, um, could you, tr- pretty much the same question, like, could you trust somebody that's let you down? And it, a lot of different opinions, a lot of different answers. Nobody's answer is 100% right or 100% wrong. It's all just in good conversation. But some, a couple of uh, of the uh, guys on the podcast, they was talking about, um, they just wouldn't make any promises in the first place if they felt mm. as if they couldn't keep it. Okay. And that that's an important note to take. Um, because nobody wants the overpromiser. Like, oh, I promise I'm gonna do this. Oh, I promise I'll get you this. I'll get you that. But like, it could be normal everyday stuff that stops it from happening. But after a while, it just starts to become like white noise. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then it's just hard for you to like you know, not wash the dishes if they say they're going to wash the dishes. You, it, like, just getting into that habit. I yeah. could say I, I could trust anybody that has let me down just because I know what expectation I have of them at that point. Like, I have a level of trust from there. I don't trust yeah. everything, but yeah, I do have an expectation from that point. Like, if Somebody says that they're gonna go. Oh, don't worry about getting dinner. I'll pick up. I'll pick up dinner today. You yep. come back to the crib like after a long day at work, and ain't no food there. And there, you're just like, oh, maybe you know they just forgot or like, wh- like what happened? And they in the bed sleep, and it's just like, yo, didn't you just say you was gonna go get food, not to worry about it? And then they'll just, and if it keeps happening over and over all right, so you got a decision to make. Like, am I going to, like, and of course it ain't going to be just based off of one decision, but if it's like an accumulation of decisions or accumulation of events, it's just going to come down like I trust that I don't want to be around you anymore because it's just I can't rely on you for anything. And we all trust, have a basic level of trust for strangers. And that's where everybody, like, they'll just chalk down to, like, you know, I could trust everybody to a certain degree. And wherever my expectations go from that point, I never I never hold my expectations in somebody else's hands in the first place. That's naive. I will not do that. So trust for me is it is real come and go. But my ex but like when it comes to my expectations, my own expectations are within myself and God. Like Yeah. I and I, I think it's you know, to to be okay, I was I was thinking about this, right? Trust 
trust you trust somebody because you know their actions correspond with reality. Yeah. You know, if you I can't trust somebody who's a well, who has schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. You know, because their thoughts don't correspond with reality. Now, that's an extreme case. Yeah. But it's not like it just, it just doesn't. And I think about it like, why don't, why can't, why is it not wise? Why is it foolish to trust the devil? Mm-hmm. Because he's the father of lies. Everything he tell you, tells you is not based on truth. Yeah. So the minute that you step out on faith on what he told you, you're going to fall and meet the reality of what he said is a lie. Yep. You know? So it's like anytime that you don't have people living in a way that corresponds with reality, mm-hmm. and you know that's a trend, you know, you put them in certain contexts of like, okay, I can't trust them. You and we say blanket statements, we say, I can't trust you. But that's a loaded statement. Yeah. It's like I can't trust you with what? With what yeah, like exactly. I can't I can't I trust can't. your decisions. Like, can I not trust your decisions? Can I not trust you with money? Yeah. Can I not trust you with uh, emotions? Can I not trust you with uh, resources? I don't know. Just just a lot of things, you know. And sometimes we don't trust ourselves with certain stuff, mm-hmm. like something with skills. I don't trust myself. See, if somebody was gashing, open bleeding, I don't trust myself to <laughs> sew up a wound. I just don't. I just don't. I, I'm like, you know what? There's somebody else who can do this better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I think you got to put it in context of like, okay, what do you mean by I can't trust you? Yeah. Or, you know, in what area, um, you know, am I talking about? But, you know, you can, if you know that person loves you genuinely, a true love, a love that's grounded in reality, and a, and a true love that's grounded in reality is always going to move and think of that other person. So even though I know you're a flawed human being, even though I know that you're not always going to get it right, I trust that you love me and you're always going to make an effort to keep trying to move closer to me no matter what comes in your way. If you fall, you're going to be like, all right, I messed that up. I'm not going to do it again, you know? So, and uh, I still what I tell Denali. I tell her all the time. And I'm like, I can't, you know, it's naive to say, oh my gosh, I will never hurt you. I will never, ever, ever hurt you. No, I, I never want to hurt you. But if I do, I, you know, I'm going to apologize and learn what I did. You know, how did I not meet an expectation? Yeah. And, then, and what can I do to, when I encounter this again, to actually meet your expectation? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's, a, that's a real good thing to, to be in. So. That's a good place, man. That's a good place. Place, man. It's, good. it's a good place. It's a good place. Goodness. And it's good stuff, bro. This is good stuff. Always good. I, that's that's all I got. That's all I got for that one. Uh, I don't know if you had another one, but it sounded like we we did a pretty good job today. Okay, so just to get it to the town, uh, we could close out with a story. All right, you want to go first, or you you want me to tell a story? Last week I, I had too much to say. I don't even know what I talked about last. Oh, you were about the two about two shorties back in the last. Week. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's your turn. I don't, I don't want to spill all my beans too quick. Man, I don't even know what kind of story I'm going to tell. You want me to? Okay, I could probably. Uh, I, ooh, I, I can't say the name, boy. I will. <laughs> oh, man, I almost said it. Uh, the Don. Oh. <laughs> we can't say the name because it's too... It's too it's too wow. ghetto and specific because if we wow. say anything beyond that, wow. we cannot, cannot articulate beyond the Dom. But she exists. But that that's our Dom. Let's say her name is Dom. Nah, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm gonna say uh, her, her name. Her name gonna be Sonya. Sonya. <laughs> her name gonna be Sonya today. Oh. I right, talk about talk about Sonya. Talk about Sonya, man. Sonya, man, back in the day. So, uh, man, I was talking to Sonya around. I was about four, 14 years old, 14, 14, 15 years old. You know, one of my first first time trying to talk to a girl and stuff like that, and you know, uh, young love, man, young love. I hear, you know. Uh, 
you're like my first serious girlfriend. So, air quotations, serious girlfriend. So, uh, yeah, and and we had talked for about we was we was dating um, about eleven months. Mm-hmm. It's so funny as a grown man talking about this stuff. It's like, yo, you as a kid, you're in your own world, man. Yeah, I see how the Rugrats saw the world. Like, <laughs> just in their own world, like they had their own rules. Yeah, it did like not that. matter. It didn't matter, you know, to them that was reality. But yeah, get eleven months or whatever. And during this time, you know, I really liked her. I was, um, I, I used to tell her I love her and everything like that. And feeling? Really feeling, man. She was solid, you know. And so I was asking Sonya, I was like, yo, can we, um, you know, I want you to meet my parents and I want to meet yours. And I, look at me. Let me let you know, I was a real deal at 14. Love, I trying to be love a boy. I'm trying to meet parents and everything, but look, I'm serious out here. You ain't playing no games. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I, I was trying to get a, meet the parents and everything. I was, you know, I was like, yo, I'm going to throw you up on my Facebook and stuff like that. Official. And she was all like, no, because my parents said I can't date and da, 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 da. So I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to put you uh, on Facebook and my, cause my family's on there. Da, da, da. I was like, understood. I was like, cool, man, that's fine. That's fine, man. I understand that. Man, she, I, I didn't know it was a flag. I'm 40, 15 years old. Hey, I ain't know either. I didn't know, I, I, I know that. I didn't know, know, know either. You know what I'm saying? I, it was my first encounter. But then, you know, Sonya had uh, this person titled as her best friend on her Facebook or whatever. And his name going to be Brandon. And, <laughs> and so so Brandon, you know, is on the, on the little thing is best friend right yeah and i'm all like like who who's this who's the dude and you know she's all like man that's just my best friend and everything everything like that i'm like oh my good friend i said oh okay cool i'm so naive and so in love or whatever i just take her word i trust her that's yeah. <laughs> you know i trust you uh... and i'm like i'm like yeah 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 i trust you man you know, i love you and everything and and stuff like that, and you say it's your friend, I'm cool, you know. And you tell me, I got nothing to worry about. Man, next thing you know, you know, we we uh we break up. She breaks up with me. Yeah. I can't remember the reason why she broke up with me. I think she said I think she said she couldn't do this or uh, I don't know. Some something about something about family and and she didn't want to like, keep lying. Some bullshit. Some, so it was it was something like it was that. some bullshit. <laughs> it was something, it was something, like, I'm trying to think back. I'm like it was something to do with family. Like yeah, I'm, I'm tired of lying to my parents and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, I lo- I loved her, so I was like okay, you know. And the crazy thing is, we still were texting and stuff like that afterwards. I, I whatever. But what I realized is too, you know that there is so hard to separate from somebody. Yeah. That you talk about time, talk about the time. I think that's you know so many times, Jay. You see couples break up officially, mm-hmm. but they still hang around and linger, talk to each other. Next thing you know, they uh, they they get with each other, mm-hmm. link up that one last time with sex, and boom, somebody get pregnant. Every time, every time, it's always it's always the last time. But okay, it wasn't that one of those type of relationships, okay? Because yeah. I was 15, I was not sexually active yeah, yeah, at yeah. the time. You know, I did try to have sex with Sonya, and uh, it didn't. Well, <laughs> I got. Uh, let's put honestly, we got scared. <laughs> I, I punked out. I don't know if she punked out, but I punked out. Anyway, like you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be all real honest and raw with y'all. I was so scared. This is so. This is so great. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I was so scared, Jay. This is so bad. It's <laughs> gonna be so funny. You ready for this? I was, I was so scared, Jay. I wore two condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, not two. I'll double it up. Oh, he, he hit it with the double whammy. Hey, anybody want to get me? No, sir. No, sir. No, no. Ain't no swimmers today. No, no. Hey, hey. Hey, bro, I would have had two condoms on and still would have pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what? Did you feel anything? Nah, I feel nothing. Oh, bad. boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Oh, but I punked man. out. I punked out. And we didn't, we didn't, we didn't end up, didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have sex yeah. or whatever. 
Oh my gosh, man, my parents are probably hear this podcast. Man, we passed. Oh. <laughs> we passed. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mama. Oh man, but uh, but yeah, so um, we I was not sexually active. All right, so yeah, so yeah, she she breaks up because that because that crap about the family thing, which I loved. Us, I was like, okay, cool. You know, we still talking and stuff like that. Summertime hits. We've been broken up for like. Five six months now, yeah, and stuff. She broke up with me in February. I don't know why people tend to break up with me in February. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got broken up with twice in February. That's very interesting. Um, but yeah, so it gets we get to summertime, and Jordan, you know, me and my family love going on cruises yep. and stuff like that. Uh, and we go on the cruise. Had a great time, man. Met some great people. Flash. Met a girl on the cruise and stuff like that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Met a, met a girl on the cruise, and you know, we on the cruise. You you can't go nowhere. You know, it's like a floating city. Yeah, rock the boat, rock the boat. So you know, met this girl, whatever, and we we hit it off around the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. And we like that was about my cruise boo. You know, that was my girl for the cruise. You know, yeah. and we would hang out, dance together, talk. It was like that was the first time I learned I learned a lot from that girl actually. I was like the first time I I seen a woman in an attractive sense, in a, a romantic sense, but had so much fun. Yeah. A friendly sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that was like my first time where you know I got to see somebody in person, and we really just had fun. Yeah. And stuff like that, and it just in a different. I didn't know you could have that level of fun. Within a romantic relationship, romantic type relationship, you don't want a relationship just in a romantic type way. Yeah, and we, we really had a great time. But you know, anytime you you bond with somebody, and it just wasn't with her alone. Like I bonded with her family, her sisters, and her brothers, and stuff like that. It was a yeah. group of us, so it wasn't just a single one-on-one thing. So after the vacation, you know, we got on Facebook and we we're like, "Man, miss you, love you." Oh my God, I had such a great time. You know, you really feel a lot of emotion and stuff. You know, man, love you, miss you is going back and forth between everybody. And then I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you kick in on this one because then you got you tell me the backstory of what I run into. Mm. Mm. So this is the part, like he said, that I kick in because every single one of Ernest's exes always seems to <laughs> funnel through me whenever things go wrong. Why? And I don't know because I never spoke to her on like I think yeah that was still Facebook back then we we, we was away from MySpace. So she hits me up. Like randomly on Facebook, and back back in this time frame, like I ain't got no game. I don't. I ain't talking to no females like that. My game was weak. I was just kind of living my life, still being a kid for the most part. So I just see her hit me up. I was like, "Ain't that Ernest's ex?" Rand and Ernest is still gone. Like he's not back from his cruise yet. Like he just like ported, posted these pictures. She was on it like clockwork. She hits me up and she says, "So what's wrong with your boy?" Ain't nothing good is going to happen from, like, a start off like that. So we already starting off on the bullshit. I was like, what are you talking about? So he just decide to go on cruises, and he just talk about, oh, I love you, girl. I Oh, I care for you. I'm going to miss you. It took me five months for him to say he love. I was like, wait a minute. Why are you mad at me? Like, she, like, and I'm yelling because she typed it in all caps, and we know that's universal language for yelling. And I have no idea why she's going off. And I was just like, what the fuck? It was, it was just weird. I, I hit Ernest up. And, you know, it was it, it is what it is. Like, Ernest was like, oh, that's weird. I ain't really. I'm going to just leave it how it is. I'm going to just let it settle. I ain't going to feed into it. So, Brandon's his name, right? We're using Brandy. Word. So, Brandon is in the same class as me, and I'm cool with Brandon. You know, we got a couple of the same classes. Like, we kick it every now and then. Like, Brandon, real cool dude. And, you know, I'm just chopping up with Brandon one day at school, and he's talking about his girl loud. I'm like, oh, for real? Hey, who, who's your girl, Brandon? What name were you using for, for your girl? So- Sonia. Oh, yeah. So he told me it's Sonia. And I was like, well, so I just hear it at first, and I just listen for a little bit just to make sure I ain't jumping a rope on it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, word, 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 word. She was like, yeah, me and Sonia, you know, we just be talking, this, that, left, right, the other. And I was like, hey, hey what school do Sonia go to? 
She she went well. What? Dang, we might got to come up uh, with a fake school. We, uh, we went. She went to. Uh, she went to. Uh, flight school. Word. So she went. Flight school high. Word. So she went to flight school high, about fifteen to twenty minute drive away from Lovejoy High yep. School. So, I was just like, word, word, Sonia, Sonia. Hey, Brandon, when 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 you start dating her? Oh, I started dating her around February. Word, word. Oh, word. This is crazy. This, I ain't never heard. Okay, cool. So, at this point, Brandon's my boy, so I, I let him know. I was like, hey, Brandon, you know Ernest, right? Like, yeah, I was like, bro, you said, yo, so y'all made it official in February. But yeah, I was like, he was like, well, not, not, we was like talking and dating before then, but, you know, February is around the time, you know, we started to get serious. I was like, bro, Sonia was talking to Ernest. And not just that. So I told him. Again? So I told him. So I. Why? So I told him. It happened, it happened so, again so, before? Bro. Bro. Oh. So, so he, here's the part where it get crazy. So I told him. I was like, and y'all still dating right now. Now the school year just came back. He was like, yeah, I'm still dating, Sonya. I was like, bro, she just went crazy on Ernest. Like, the, like a month ago. Because he came back from a cruise and she got all mad and got all hype. She was like. Really? He was, and he just started telling me like a bunch of stuff. So we, so fast forward, you know, new school year is about August. Tell the people what Brandon told Sonya why he, cause he, Brandon is flat out ignoring Sonya at this point. Like he, he brought the, she brought the dog out of Brandon. Cause like, well, first, first of all, let's, let's take a step back. You skipped the whole part of this whole story. Oh, what's up? You know, you remember when we confronted Sonya on the phone? Oh, she was talking that rah rah. He didn't even know I was in the background. I just like that. Uh, I remember it was back. We were still on the house phone. Yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, somebody take that line phone. up. I was phone. She was going off. It's like, oh, so you gonna go on that cruise and tell that girl you love her and it took you this amount of money to tell you you love me. Yeah. And blah 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 and yada yada yada. I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, why you tripping? We broken up. So like. You broke up with me at that. Yeah, like so, you, you put you pulled pull the trigger. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking it? about. You know, did that did, did that eleven months mean nothing to you? And blah 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 blah, blah and yada 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 yada. And I'm all it, like, shorty. you know, what I'm you like, talking about? bro, you did this. Like, I'm like, well, if you that, I'm like, Ooh. if you that mad, then you can just bleep my number and forget about me or whatever. Straight like that. And straight like that. Yeah. You know. Now, am I always that straightforward? Oh. Heck no. But I was just done that day. So, uh, and I had Jordan, my angry translator, hyping me Boy, up. Boy, I'm in the background doing crazy dances. Like, she lying. Yeah. She lying. <laughs> and then she, like, she, was like, she was like, yeah, I only did that to make you jealous and blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, oh and I brought that up to Brandy that she said that crazy stuff that she only got with him to make you jealous. But that's that's a whole lie. Yo, boy, she trying to play the cards ain't even in her hand. She knows she was nigging. She, she took it from somebody else's hand. Let me get that, let me get that card right now. <laughs> let, let, let me get that card. <laughs> yeah, man. People, what Brandon told her. Oh, man. So, so I remember one time. Because, you know, me, me and Sonny were still talking all through this time. We, even after that whole thing, you were still, like, chit-chatting up. Yeah. And she, like, she was like, and then, I don't know, I became a friend because I started hearing about other guys. Yeah. And, and uh, she was like, yeah. Brandon, he's not talking to me. He said, he said, I, I was asking why uh, he's not talking to me. And he said, I'm an Uber. <laughs> Y'all, not I'm Uber. Uber. Y'all don't remember Uber, oh. do y'all? Uber. Hey, Uber, dude, Uber. Uh, what's, that, what's, that, what's the sound that you make when you call people? Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Hit her with the blue. She thought. Blue. You thought. <laughs> yeah, man, but I think that was the first encounter where I had a girl blow up on me. In a romantic sense, man. That was crazy. But I was the doorway. That was crazy, man. I was like, yo. Why? I didn't understand I it. I gotta hear this. I did not understand. But, you know. But let me put it all in context, though. I was 15. Yeah. 14, 15. Oh, man. Young. Naive. So, it, you know, and, and Sonya now, she is, she's doing amazing. She's doing well. I'm happy for her. Man, she's, uh, man, she, I think she has a master's degree now, Good man. She, 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 really on her, she really on her thing. Successful black so, women. We ain't hating. Yeah, we just telling man, the story. For real, for real. And we, and we actually, we actually talk more throughout the years, man. And, 
We almost hooked up with each other one time. Hey, get it creepy. I know. We almost, we almost did that one time, but uh, but that that didn't happen. I, I'll check. Ooh, that's a, you, why. I, you're why owing two. You look. It? You're looking like Braun in the early years, bro. Why I didn't do it was so funny though. You you know why I didn't know why I didn't have sex with her? Why? Because I felt bad because I had just had sex with another girl the day before. Uh-huh. Ooh, my mom was don't listen, mama can't listen to don't listen to me, Jill. Mama Close your ears. Close your ears. We go put the content on this. I'm telling you, but we got to keep it real, man. I, and you know what? That's going to be a topic uh, next time. I'm going to talk about uh, my, my sexual history and how that impacted my life. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be a good one. Uh, but just stories, man, and, you know, I've come to peace with everything, everything happened, it's in the past, you know, God has forgiven me, you know, I've learned, I'm not doing the same thing I've been doing, was doing before, I don't have the same mindset, so, uh, you know, but it's part of the story, man, it's what happened. And this whole podcast, that's all it's about, you know, we gonna talk about the spirituality, we gonna talk about the real, we gonna talk about the culture, we we gonna talk about the culture, and we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna sugarcoat it. It ain't no sugar. I, I just told on national podcast that I put two condoms on. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think somebody don't understand Ooh, the level of fear boy, you gotta have. Boy, two condoms. <laughs> oh man, he wearing the two socks. That man going crazy. Boy, my jump probably was suffocating. Boy. boy. That jump probably dying enough. Boy, I don't even know how you did that. I, I don't even know how to do it. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll just be, get, I, it just kill my mood when I got to put one on. I'll just be like, God dang, man. Like, you just don't want nothing to feel. It, two? You put on two, man? Hey, man, we going to call you two, man. You going crazy. Two, man. Man. Two socks. Man, call me two, call me two socks, man. It's two chains, <laughs> two socks, boy, two, two, two gloves. Hey, hey look, 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 if y'all see me, if y'all see me on uh on, on any social media, Twitter, Facebook, boy, or Instagram, slow down, hashtag two socks. Y'all ain't never gonna find me. I'll my stuff on private. Laugh out of that one. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna find nothing else about me. That's funny. But man, that's good. That's good. You got anything else for him, man? Oh no, nah, man. We we could end on two gloves, man. That's gloves, that's, man. That's, that is funny, bro. I didn't even know that. That's hilarious. I, I thought about it, man. I said, dang, I really did. I felt so I'm like, yo, I really just said that. But I got, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm I, for real. I'm, I'm glad being me. Just imagine so, if you would have got her pregnant wearing two condoms, though. Because <laughs> really, that's a horrible that idea. That bad be ain't mine. The horrible that idea. Anybody that don't know, and I don't know who don't know this at this point, wearing two condoms actually makes it worse. You're probably going to rip both of them. You're going to get your little stuff off. You're going to get it pregnant thinking you being safe. Putting two condoms on so you ain't feel nothing and you got a kid. <laughs> Boy, if that don't feel like child support coming, man. <laughs> at best, you got you got, uh, you got your own Father's Day. Yeah, you got Father's Day and the tax return. That's all you get. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> you get Father's Day and the tax return. You might, you might not get that. <laughs> she ain't gonna not. give you the social. <laughs> oh, oh, you ain't oh, paying child support. You don't get the coronavirus <laughs> stimulus check either. Bum. No, we got you. We gotta get Leonard. We gotta get Leonard. <laughs> Oh man, you gotta ask my story about oh, him. Oh, the man. And, uh, the man. and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, what's the thing? The birth certificate. Oh my God. Oh, uh, y'all, <laughs> man, y'all. We told Linda to stay away. We said, Leonard, bro, you really love that girl because you just ain't. We leaving. was on the cruise boat telling him, Leonard, I'm don't like, do it. Don't, I'm trying to set Leonard up, man. We going around to the cruise club. Walking past different girls. It was, man, it was some girls from Georgia State. Been athletic. Man, it was some dang looking girls yeah. on there. And all he was worried. I, I mean, I had two girls walking back down to their cabin room. I was like, and I turned around. I was like, where'd Leonard go? Bro, tell me why I get all the way back to the room. This man, Leonard, is knocked out snoring with the lights off. I was like, God. That <laughs> woman sleep all the time. Son. I heard that man sleep so much. That man would sleep every day. Like, majority of the day. Okay, that's what we got more stories we got to talk about, bro. 
Because now we getting into other stuff. It's a whole different cruise, too. It ain't even the one we talked about today. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. All right, bro. It's been good. It's been a good pod. Always. Always. You're only going to get better. This is what it sound like when we roll in the hostel open. All these people, all these drugs that could fit the ocean. They say they can, they say they can't. Tell me what they smoking. Making waves, making waves, making real commotion. This is what it sound like when we roll in the hostel open. All these people, all these drugs.